right, so I just finished recording um, an awesome presentation with Miss Adriana um, regarding domestic violence. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and do like a separate recording. I just wanted to sit with her and chat for a bit to follow up on the presentation. Um, this is just real personal for me. Um, if anyone follows my Instagram, you may notice that I actually do three purple hearts. Number one, I'm a mother of three children. And purple, number one, is royalty. But also purple is the color for domestic violence survivors. And I was in a situation um, back and forth for like 13 years. Um, I also went through a horrible custody situation for about a decade. So I just wanted to get Miss Adriana to just sit and talk with us. Uh, one of the main things that I picked up on from this seminar is one thing is how we can focus on prevention. So I wanted to let Ms. Adriana introduce herself and then we're gonna have a conversation on domestic violence awareness. I'm Adrena Winfrey and I'm the founders of Erin's Nesting Place. And I started my um, nonprofit organization, like she stated, from my uh, personal experience as well. Just not having the resources and a person per se or a place that I could go to to try to overcome my situation with domestic violence. Or after the domestic violence, having a resource or a place to be able to help me sustain in life after you know, surviving domestic violence. So that's why I started this mission to be able to help people to bring about awareness, education, and then to move on to try to house people as well. So, um, Ms. Adrena, one thing I wanted to touch on, I had an experience where I was at a domestic violence shelter, um, Safe Harbor, Mandeville. Um, I actually left after a date, and I know that's one of the things you touched on in your seminar, how like sometimes it is hard to receive that help, number one, you're also receiving that help, and of course it's not the lifestyle you're accustomed to. Um, I received help from these people. They literally made a spot for me after me telling them what I was experiencing literally that day. And as you know, it's not that simple to get into a shelter. However, the story I had for them was so severe, they were like, we need to find a spot for you right now. I get there, I had three children. One was like a baby at the time. We were in this little house or whatever with a bunch of little people. We're sharing a room. Now, mind you, I was living a lavish life with my abuser, beautiful home in the suburbs. My children just could not even handle being in this place. We left, actually, the next day. And in hindsight, that probably is one of the biggest mistakes I could have made. But at the time, it's really hard, you know, to understand, like, this is just a process to get to something better. So what is your take on just if you had to speak to a young woman sitting here right now and let's say she's in this materially good situation per se, which a lot of times, you know, with their abuser, you're still living nice materially in some situations, you know, like because control is a part of abuse, which is something how people think of the physical part that is of course right correct and that's a part of the whole cycle it's not just getting hit it's also the mental abuse the tearing down the manipulation correct the manipulation for sure and the money comes into taking it away that's when you become dependent on that person that control and as we know abusers they do isolate you so on top of that you don't have your family to just pick up the phone and talk to you don't have that friend because a lot of the friends left (laughs) they don't want to deal with this drama anymore and a lot of them don't understand why you're still dealing with it so they don't want to deal with you anymore but um what is your take just currently the state that we're in now let's just say you had a young woman which of course you work with these young women on a regular basis what is your main thing when you first get in contact with a woman that really truly needs help like what's your steps like what's your process to help them just be aware and to just try not to go back because it is really easy honestly to go back to those abusers I would say like when I first meet a person I do my own personal intake Mm -hmm. that's like any place you go you're going to get an assessment of Mm -hmm. what the situation is Mm -hmm. I think personally talking to different people you can personally see where they are right are you ready to really get rid of this situation are you Mm -hmm. just doing this temporarily are you just mad at the moment Mm -hmm. so trying to assess where they're at when you see a person that you know they are generally genuinely tired Mm -hmm. you know first of all I always introduce myself and give my story right you know because it's power in knowing that somebody 
everybody else went through it. Exactly. So it's not like I'm coming to you telling you to do something that I have not done. Mm -hmm. That was another thing I explained about the parenting situation. Like right. you can't force people to do something that they can't see for themselves that you've actually went through. Correct. So to show them, I went through this. This mm -hmm. is not something I'm just telling you go out there on a limb. Right. You know, and then also just telling them that this is the beginning of a process. Mm -hmm. Building up the endurance. Right. You know, because when you know you're going through something, mm -hmm. it's a process. It you is. You decide today you want to buy a house, it's a process. Mm -hmm. You have to go through classes. You have right. to accumulate the money. Mm -hmm. They have to figure out, can you sustain after that? It's all the same thing. It's right. a process. Mm -hmm. And just encouraging them. Like, why I'm an advocate is because an advocate is not a person that speaks for that person, but I'm with you while you're speaking. Mm -hmm. So I try to be that person to hold your hand. Right. You know, when I meet people and I may place them into a shelter, that doesn't cut off the communication. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if I place you in a shelter tomorrow, you're like, look, Adrena, I can't do this. I'm mm -hmm. not used to this. You know, right. I don't have my personal space. I come from a big house. That's where you call me. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to hold you on. You know, right. like, even if you feel like you can't stay, stay on the phone with me. Mm -hmm. I'm a spiritual person, so power of prayer is always going to be it my is. first thing. Mm -hmm. But second of all, somebody just knowing I'm right there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not doing this by yourself. Let right. me give you some help. That type of thing. Just knowing that you're there with them. Right. You know? And then just showing them the endurance knowing that it's it's hard right like that's why i say every seminar that i do it's not like oh we're gonna take baby steps it's mm -hmm. not a baby step process mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when you know you're going through this it's just like a rehab it you're is rehabbing that person who you were with who's mm -hmm. just like a drug right. they're in your oh, blood yeah. system they're in your heart mm -hmm. they're in your history they're in your comfort zone oh, yeah so that's like you're getting rid of a, an addiction it's the right. same thing you're addicted to relationships person. where people don't understand they didn't start bad you know well, like they all started yeah y'all got together for and a your reason your mind keeps playing oh my god and he like used to be say, this yes. person people be like oh measure your pro and cons mm -hmm. your pros is gonna always overweigh your cons right because mm -hmm. you may have 20 things that they did beautifully mm -hmm. but they have one thing that they have done so detrimental that it oh, doesn't yeah. even amount to the 20 things correct so that comparison that's like 1964 mm -hmm. we're not writing pros and cons you know right like that mm -hmm. you know what we're thinking is we're assessing what's the most detrimental thing you correct know? and every domestic violence situation is not oh let me get this person away from this person mm -hmm. sometimes separation is good they mm -hmm. have some people that went through really violent things mm -hmm. both of them separated they got rehab they got mm -hmm. back together mm -hmm. it never happened again right. mm -hmm. so it's not always about breaking up families too it's like some people they're hurting mm -hmm. they went through some things right. like I share with people my personal story even though I was abused by an abuser I still was an abuser mm -hmm. and I I was an abuser because I was abused. It wasn't right. because he just abused me. Right. I was sexually abused by a family member. It was like a lot of things that are collective. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, you have to get that person out of the situation, dig down into that person. Oh, yeah. That's why I say at 42, I had to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. I needed somebody to take everything that's out of me, lay it on a table, let's separate it, put it in categories, and figure out how can I work on these things individually. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because like they say, you can't help you. Mm -hmm. It's you against you. Correct. It doesn't work like that. You mm -hmm. have to actually take it out, dissect it, and work on it. Mm -hmm. And having somebody to go through that with you. I can tell you, go to a therapist. You're going to see that therapist. You're going to go home. That therapist got you on a schedule for what, next week? Mm -hmm. What you're supposed to do for the seven days till you go back to them? Mm -hmm. It's nothing like having that person there to hold your hand. Right. My purpose of when I do get a shelter, which I'm claiming it in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. The intake program, it's going to be showing, like laying it out. It's mm -hmm. an endurance. Right. Mm -hmm. It's an endurance. It is. I want to have a room like a prayer room because mm -hmm. sometimes you may be in front of your kids and you can't really cry like you want to. Oh, no. It's been sometimes I have went through so much hell that just a scream mm -hmm. made me feel better. Mm -hmm. I went in the room when mm -hmm. nobody was around and I screamed to the top of my lungs. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, it felt so much better. Oh, it's like yeah. you got that pressure off. Mm -hmm. But when you're going through a domestic violence situation, you're running, you got kids, you're trying to you know wrap up this wrap up mm -hmm. that not you know leaving any loose ties mm -hmm. what about your personal right who's dealing with your mental mm -hmm. it's like you just may have shifted like a herd you're leaving exactly. out of his house you're going to this shelter you're figuring it out you're playing nice for the kids you're trying to make when do you get that personal unwind time to just try to figure out adrena how we're going to get over this right you know so i just want to have those type of mechanisms in place because i don't want to just have a shelter where people just come and like oh i'm just going to house you that's not right you know because within them 90 days of you leaving a domestic violence situation and getting ready to go into your own independence that's like a 90-day boot camp mm-hmm 
every exactly. day counts. It's every like minute rehab. counts. Mm-hmm. You're, you're building up your resilience mm-hmm. against something that's not good for you. Right. You're so detoxing that negativity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And a lot of, um, there's one shelter that I work with. You have to go underground for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to release your phone, your family, everything. And mm-hmm. I always find that that's good. It's not mm-hmm. ideally the perfect situation because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, they got school, you got yeah. work, you got this. But when you have that 30 days to just remove everything, Mm-hmm. To give you time to plot plan, you know? right? And just like when you're building a business, you have to have a business plan. Mm-hmm. When you go and get a loan, you got to have a business plan. Mm-hmm. In life, we got to have a plan. Right. So during that intake process, I want to be able to plan out what's your long term goal. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go back home? Mm-hmm. And if a woman comes to me and tell me, yes, I want to go back home, mm-hmm. then guess what? During my assessment, I have to figure out how to separate you all right. and work with both parties. Mm-hmm. I'm down for talking to the partner. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Right. It's like a lot of ladies. They've contacted me. They want to leave. They want to leave now, but they're scared. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I need somebody to come with me. We can't right. call 911 and tell the police come with us. Sometimes that don't work because guess mm-hmm. what? Both of y'all could get arrested. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have safety plans and measure in, in place that I try to take people through. Sometimes I'm going with them to the house to pack mm-hmm. their stuff to mm-hmm. leave. You mm-hmm. know, it's a lot of things just to hold their hand and be with them through the whole process. Right. You know? And it's a whole rehab process. It it's, is. It's hard. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I was in a situation once with the same person. They had done some things, put their hands on me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to call the police. Mind you, I'd already been with them for probably a good 10 years at that point. So this is the same, you know, psych. And we had been back and forth so much. But this one particular time, I'm like, I'm going to call the police. And they flat out told me, well, if you call the police, I'm going to say we both were fighting. Mm-hmm. They're going to arrest us both. One thing about a control mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. They, if they, you're not the only person they manipulated. Oh, no. They manipulated many, too, many systems. They practically have like a, a handbook. They know yeah. the right thing to say. Yes. They know the right thing to get off the hook. Yes. They know the right thing to scare yes. you, too. And that sure did work in that instance, mm-hmm. number one, I had a, a, a infant at the time. Of course, I'm not going to want to go to jail, you know, and I've had witness in the past where he sure had said what he had to say, and I was the crazy one, even though mm-hmm. I wasn't the one that put hands on him. Because most you know. of the time when the police come on site, they have to determine who's the aggressor. Oh, yeah. And right. when they can't determine, everybody oh, goes Oh, yeah, everybody jail. goes, correct. And that's the reason why I say it's also working with the police department. Because mm-hmm. it's, really it's really about they education. They really do need to be educated. And like NOPD has their domestic violence units. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that that person's going on each domestic violence call. Mm-hmm, so if you mm-hmm. have five officers that's dedicated to domestic violence, but you get ten calls on that day, mm-hmm. or regular officers answering them five calls, mm-hmm. they don't have the same compassion. They don't have the same right. training. The they experience. don't have the same patience. Mm-hmm. They don't have the same understanding mm-hmm. of both sides. Right. And before they try to figure it out, they're going to lock both of y'all up. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the kids. They don't care right. about the circumstances. Exactly. None of that. You know? right. So it's kind of also bridging a gap. I'm mm-hmm. not at that point where I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm able to address the city with it. The city knows that I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, the city knows that I'm working towards them. Mm-hmm. Every time the city gives a, a forum to talk about domestic violence, mm-hmm. I show up. Mm-hmm. Um, one lady, her name is Hope. She's with the, the health department. Mm-hmm. We have many conversations. So whenever mm-hmm. they broadcast that they're having domestic violence situations, I always come up. Mm-hmm. I always talk about it. The mayor mm-hmm. knows me. It's just a matter of me getting my business in place before I try to fight the good fight. Right. And then you have to understand laws. Right. Our laws passed uh, this particular year, and mm-hmm. when it concerns the domestic violence, so some state laws have passed. So it's just mm-hmm. a matter of being educated and finding the opportunity to be able to bridge that gap without it right. being like we're going against each other. It's right. a collaboration. That's why I refer to other people in our community as community partners. Mm-hmm. It's not just NOPD. It's right. not just the city of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's not just your organization. Mm-hmm. Or my, we're community partners because Correct. at the end of the day, we can't look for our government mm-hmm. to give us the culture in our community. Right, Everything correct. really, it, it depends on us, mm-hmm. you know. If we could resolve things within our community without getting the police involved, that would be even better. Right. You know, mm-hmm. if you're in a situation, I can contact that partner, hey, you know, I know y'all having a situation. Mm-hmm. I'm calling on behalf of so-and-so. Is mm-hmm. it a way that y'all could be amicable? If the guy like, oh, I don't want to be bothered with her. I don't want nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's do a, a, a agreeable protection on it. Mm-hmm. She'll stay away from you. Right. You stay away you from her. You guys split, go your separate exactly. ways as long as no one gets hurt. And that's Mm-hmm. different from calling the police mm-hmm. because we all know when when authorities come things change it does you know and then everybody's on a defense you know? right i don't want to go to jail i don't want right. to go to jail let me see right. if i can hit below the belt let mm-hmm. me see if i can hit below the belt right but if a person like me come into the middle it's more of a family compassion like right. hey miss adrena look i don't want to be bothered with this woman mm-hmm. or i don't want to be bothered with this man you mm-hmm. just tell her stay away from me and i won't right. touch her mm-hmm. tell her because most of the time some men 
women don't agree with me, mm-hmm. but I'm not always on the women's side. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like I said, I've been an abuser. Right. So mm-hmm. I know that I've used my womanly power to mm-hmm. control a man. Mm-hmm. So some women don't agree that I take the man's side at times. Mm-hmm. I have girlfriends that I tell them, put yourself in that man's shoes. Because mm-hmm. you know? sometimes a relationship in general is toxic. It's toxic. And it's not necessarily but oh, it's the man is the big bad wolf. It toxic. Correct. But it's just these learn, two people don't the same thing mix. we talked about with parenting classes. Mm-hmm. Relationships didn't come with a guidebook either. No, they when not. I got married, I took the, oh, go to counseling. I went to counseling, but who gave me a guidebook? Mm-hmm. They're talking about marriage counseling 101. Where the 101 mark that? I ain't right. seen that uh, syllabus yet. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Can somebody right. give it to me? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows, you know? We just go in and we try to fight the good fight as much as we can. But mm-hmm. if we can find somebody that separates us and say, hey, this is toxic. Mm-hmm. But only because y'all are battling against each other instead of working with each other. Right. Some people, I'm going to be honest, I'm 46. I don't know how to be in a meaningful relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can honestly tell people oh, that. Totally I'm learning that. Because mm-hmm. before, I was always on the defense. So everybody right. I met, it's always, oh, let me make sure that he don't play on me. And plus, let me just cover because, myself. like you mentioned because, your background, you had that previous abuse as a yeah. child. And I experienced the exact same thing. When you start off as a young child and you've already been violated, I mean, once you become an adult woman, like, you've already been hurt. But that's so, where we have to, as an individual, get therapy for ourselves and, right, before we enter into anything correct. with somebody else. Right. That's why I tell people, when I was telling y'all earlier, I get into my moments where it's just me. Mm-hmm. I need to be isolated because right. I'm toxic. Mm-hmm. You, you have to identify who you are. Oh, yeah. You got to know when you're in a toxic time oh, in your yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in a toxic time in my life, why would I enter into a partnership with you? Whether it's me and you as girlfriends mm-hmm. or rather me and him as boyfriend-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Right. I don't want to be your friend, Sharonda, right now while I'm in a toxic mind. Right. Because mm-hmm. I want to make this friendship toxic. Right. We have Correct. to be a grown enough adults to know when we're not in a good place mm-hmm. and like go get yourself fixed before you try to go be with other people. Right. The problem is they always want to say, or oh, you're the toxic person. The situation was toxic from the beginning mm-hmm. because we can't bring the baggage into each relationship. Right. So I had to learn to drop the baggage. Mm-hmm. That's a personal decision. Right. I have to go into therapy. I have to dissect what's going on with me because it's not fair to that person mm-hmm. that I'm meeting that I'm going to bring in all my toxicity from what I left over right. before. Right. The point is is to get rid of the toxic situation mm-hmm. before you get into another situation yes. but if we're just bagging it bagging it bagging mm-hmm. it they have so many women that oh i can't get over him till i find somebody else that's toxic before you can even right, put that together you have to be healed that's and some of us don't want to do that. We have so many people that hate being alone. Mm-hmm. If you take one person out your bed before the bed gets folded up, good child, oh, yeah. you put another person right. in. There. It's about, I had to learn about being alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a mother at 17. Mm-hmm. I was married by 17. Mm-hmm. I've never had a long time mm-hmm. where you had no kids, no husband, no responsibility. Right. I'm at that point now. I'm 46. I got one child in Dallas, one in Houston, and I'm single. Mm-hmm. And a long time feels so weird to me. Yeah. But this is my time to get myself together so that when God places somebody else into my life, it's not toxic. Right. I clean myself out. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. We got to have that flush period. Correct. It's like toxifying your body. Right. You know, when you know that your body is full of junk, you, to- you, de- mm-hmm. you detox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your stomach you get you detox. You want right. to look good. Exactly. The same thing should be with life. Yes. If you know you've been through some things, mm-hmm. don't bring that onto somebody else. Right. Just because you're feeling lonely, you need somebody. Go get uh, an advocate right. or a person, your accountability partner is what I call mm-hmm. it. I'll tell my friends, look, when I was trying to rehab from Xanax mm-hmm. because it was coping with my aunt, my aunt, my um, anxiety, my PTSD, mm-hmm. but I was abusing it. Mm-hmm. So I had to get accountability partners. Hey, mm-hmm. Sharonda, can you be my accountability partner? Mm-hmm. When I'm going through stress, help me out with that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't allow me to fall back victim to those certain situations. Right. So sometimes you just get an accountability partner. Help me work through this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring this into my next situation. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Or if you have friendships with your girlfriends mm-hmm. and it's toxic, ask your girlfriend, is there some things that I do to you sometimes that offend you or make you feel some type of way? Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong with that. Right. So many times we want to look out the window where we can see other people, but we don't want to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I want to ask my friends, if it's things that I'm doing that I'm hurting you, mm-hmm. I'm not making you feel good, tell me about right. it. I can't fix it if I don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, because you're with your body all day long. Right. You don't know when you're hurting exactly. people. It takes other people. And sometimes some people value you so much that they're even afraid to tell you. Right. So you they have don't to tell that you. person, mm-hmm. be my accountability mm-hmm. partner. No matter how much you love me, if I'm doing wrong, call me out right. on it. 
pull me aside exactly. and let me know. So many people are in toxic relationships and they want that relationship bad that they can't even tell that person when they're wrong. No. But in order to love me, you would want to see me be better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Love is not about putting ice cream, you know, icing on the cake and hey, it looks mm-hmm. cute. The right. cake got a whole hole in the middle. Exactly. But you can put some icing on it and it looks good. Mm-hmm. But when you cut it, it's going to fall in right. half. It's mm-hmm. the same It looks thing. good on the surface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not being a good friend to me by upholding me and my actions. Right. I had a fierce mouth at one time. Mm-hmm. I would cut people with my words. Mm-hmm. I never had to put my hands on them. Mm-hmm. So somebody told me, like, your mouth. Mm-hmm. I can see why a man literally smashed you because see, your mouth make a person. And we have to know our boundaries. That. But you know what? I'm glad that you mentioned that. And you mentioned healing because I'm the same way. I don't have to touch you at all. If you come at me the wrong way, I guarantee you I'm going to say something that's that'll probably be stronger than if I just slap you. But that's from abuse. And I say that 100%. I have a shield on me because of the stuff that I went through. So sometimes I'm on defense mode. But we got to work that out. Correct. And, and that's, that's when I'm glad you mentioned that healing. You got to purge it. Mm-hmm. My 21-year-old, he was 20 at the time. He said, Mama, you know everybody's not against you. Mm-hmm. He said, you got this wall up. You so ready. Everybody you right. need, people barely get to get your name out. Mm-hmm. You like, hold up. And that's the cycle. And, and that's, 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 the cycle. The, that's the repercussions of from that, yeah, from that abuse. You're yeah. still holding on. Oh. You're thinking everybody's out to but get you. But imagine if God treated us like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Imagine if God said, you know, oh, you just did somebody dirt. I'm going to put a wall up. Mm-hmm. You would not get any blessings. No, not at all. Understand? Mm-hmm. That's exactly. why I'm trying to teach people, even through talking to myself. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier. It's comfortable. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back. Right. It's comfortable. Hurt people, hurt people. Do you people. know it's even harder to be like, oh, you hurt me, and mm-hmm. I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to come to you and say, Sharonda, you hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something going on, let's talk right. about it mm-hmm. versus me just hurting you because it's easier. Exactly. You jab me, I jab you back. Right. That's violence. Correct. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not toxic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you value people, you love you, you know, you love your friends. I love my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and we not all in the same place. And I tell them, I'm a work in progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But some things, you know, if you do something, I'm going to be reactive. Let's right. not hurt each other. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a problem, let's talk about it. I tell right. anybody who know me, if I offend you, bring me to the table, let's talk about mm-hmm. it. I'm not perfect. I'm Correct. trying to love people. Because God said we got to love people who don't love themselves, mm-hmm. who's not able to love us back in return. Right. But we have to give the same love that God gives. Right, because he loves all of us. Exactly. Somebody asked me before, do I forgive my abuser? Yes, mm-hmm. I forgive him. Correct. And I love him to death mm-hmm. from a distance. Correct. But I can't not forgive him. Yeah, you have your boundary, yeah. you know. God forgave me. Mm-hmm. Correct. So now I'm going to be like, I can't forgive him because he hurt me, but I know the people that I've hurt. So now I'm so above my abuser. It doesn't right. work like mm-hmm. that. Correct. And then I had to get into the mind of my abusers mm-hmm. for me to understand that he wasn't the only person that abused me. Right. But I had to understand where all these people came from. Mm-hmm. That's how I got my to get your peace. I was angry. I was mad, but I didn't understand it. Right. It wasn't until I went to my first round of therapy that that person told me, the man who molested you had a mental problem. Mm-hmm. But at that time, mental health wasn't nothing that we were discussing. People right, were especially hiding. in our community. Yeah. We don't discuss it. It was like, oh, they're going to call Mandeville and get paid off of mm-hmm. you and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Nobody didn't want to act like they had a problem because people wanted to just get you committed, get it over right. it, you mm-hmm. know. But now that we're in this place, we got to do something about it. Right. It's not the same. And mm-hmm. I had to understand this person had a mental health problem. They couldn't help themselves when they abused me. I can forgive them. Mm-hmm. You weren't in your right frame of mind. Right. My husband was uh, his family had history of schizophrenia, mm-hmm. you know, bipolar. His mother left them, him when he was maybe six or seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never came back. Mm-hmm. So he had women issues. Hurt. His mm-hmm. mother abandoned him. Right. I can't expect him to have a love for me that he didn't have for his mother. Correct. The mm-hmm. person that born him. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He was born a twin. Him mm-hmm. and his twin used to fight like strangers on the street. Mm-hmm. How could I expect this person to love me? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But you know what I had to do when I accepted and understood his life? Mm-hmm. To understand and how he was able to deal with me. Right. I started praying for him that mm-hmm. God will open up his heart and let him accept his mother's condition for what it is, right. forgive her, mm-hmm. so he can have better relationships with women. Correct. You know, and not saying that they will, but mm-hmm. I've done my part. I've right. You have to get, you have to get your peace. I got to right. get my peace. Now right. I'm not running around mad, angry, still fighting. All that, you still know, sometimes, fighting. you know, when we go through abusive relationships, we 
finally Everything get to the point. Fight. Exactly, we finally to the point where we out of the relationship, but we still fighting. Like my pastor said, <laughs> you wake up everybody. with your Exactly, yes. we fighting everybody because we got emblazoned and accustomed to being in that survival mode, not realizing the bondage is going now. Yes, <laughs> you know. But and sometimes if we, we got to mentally spiritual realm, then mm-hmm. we'll know that every day is a different day. Mm-hmm. You know, I violated God many a days. Mm-hmm. He still woke me up. Mm-hmm. So people are gonna violate me on a daily basis. Right, but, but that's I have how to we handle it. I gotta forgive. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Somebody forgave me Correct. when I was going through my rage. Mm-hmm. Somebody forgave me, right. and we have to remind that people feel like they sit in this glass house. You're perfect. Mm-hmm. You never made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. Right. We've all mishandled relationships. Mm-hmm. It's the way that you handle it. Right. And we have to forgive ourselves yeah. too. It starts with self. Mm-hmm. Everybody, oh, self care, self care. Self care is not going to get a pedicure, going right. to get a manicure. Self care is emptying all this. Right. Your emotions. Because some of us inside. are dressed up messes. Mm-hmm. People exactly. would see me coming outside, and I'm all fixed up, and they think life is perfect. Mm-hmm. I was a, uh, I was, girl, mm-hmm. I, that was like putting a, 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 a Zulu gown on a garbage can. Right. I like like someone told me putting lipstick on a pig that's, that's covered it's in mud. You know thing. what I'm saying? Because we putting thing. on that mask, that shell, but in the inside we still hurting. Mm-hmm. People hollering about self care. Self care starts with your mental first. You can exactly. dress it up, polish it up, put wigs on it, honey mm-hmm. braids, whatever. If it's still a mess, it's a mess. Exactly. And you're gonna hurt everybody who you're with. Correct. Like people you see on social media. You know, you follow your same followers over and over. One month you see they're with their bestie. Mm-hmm. Three, four months you got a new bestie. Mm-hmm. Four, five months you got another new bestie. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with that person. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people who have clean relationships have longer relationships right. and people who are honest with their friends. I have friends that I've been having for years. Have we violated each other? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But have we been amicable about it? Look, I violated you. We had a problem. Let's sit down and let's talk about it. Then you mm-hmm. can pick up on the relationship. Mm-hmm. But if you don't cleanse that out, you're just stacking. Stacking is like manure stacked up on manure. It's mm-hmm. going to stink and fall apart at one mm-hmm. point. It's all about self first. I right. had to get me together first. Correct. I had to sit down with Adrena and be like, look, I don't like I looked in the mirror one day and I cried till I couldn't cry no more mm-hmm. and nobody didn't understand what I was crying about I hated me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had hated the person that I had become but right. everybody loved me do you know how hard that is to see yourself and not like it while other people right. are calling you and Correct. telling you you're doing good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a hard it is it is because that's the thing, like you said, we have to self-evaluate. Have to. And that's what a lot of people don't want to do. People are going to put a bow on it and call you mm-hmm. President Reagan, honey, when it's right. not. And it's here's not the a thing, too. Situation. Like, when I speak of domestic violence, I never say victim, I say survivor. But what we don't understand, though, is we can't just focus on that abuser. We have to look at ourselves, too. Because if we don't, we are becoming a victim at that point. Because we have to self-analyze ourselves. victims and survivors. Correct. I consider victim people who are in the onset at that time. Mm-hmm. A survivor is, you have went through that. I don't care you were abused last mm-hmm. week. If today you still living, you still mm-hmm. driving, you try trying every day, you a survivor. Mm-hmm. You're only a victim while you're in that situation. Correct. If you continue to call yourself a victim and you mm-hmm. continue to be in that, you're no longer you're a victim. You're it. a volunteer. Correct. Exactly. It's not only you speaking it, you're spoken. opening it up. Correct. Mm-hmm. When you know you've you become a victim, it. you work on it, you figure it out, you mm-hmm. cut it off at the head. Oh, yes. But if you want to keep being a victim, keep being a victim, keep being a victim next year, a volunteer. Because mm-hmm. all you have is, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. Oh, woe is me. Exactly. Woe is me, pity party. But one thing about a survivor you'd be like I, I went through something mm-hmm. I'm on and I need I'm to have a story when it. I'm finished right. exactly mm-hmm. so you get that testimony is at the finish line stay there mm-hmm. and the one thing I always want to do is rise a victim from a victim status you're Correct. not a victim you're a survivor yes yes Mm-hmm. And I don't like when people use that. That's like when we were running for Hurricane Katrina, people calling us refugees. We're mm-hmm. not refugees. We're Americans. Exactly. We were just displaced from a non-functional situation. It's the same thing with that. Right. I hate to hear people say victims. If you're in it today, you're mm-hmm. a victim. Tomorrow, baby, you're a survivor. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. But it's, a, it's It's building the people up mentally. Mm-hmm. Because if you keep going on victim mode, you're going to constantly treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But once you say survivor, that's like you put that badge on yourself. You know what, girl? I graduated. And mm-hmm. when you see yourself surviving that's the thing that keeps me motivated and right. I got that from my son too mm-hmm. it's been times that I'm crying I'm like I don't know what's going on and my youngest would tell me mama look back at all the things that we went through mm-hmm. like you raised us without my daddy like you are a survivor if you could mm-hmm. get over this this that this is nothing mm-hmm. and then you like I said through the eyes of a child right. you turn around and you looking like oh girl I did right. I done got over some things you right. know sometimes you really do have to remind yourself you have to remind I, I have yourself. moments like that all the time you know like like you mentioned I was times I didn't have a place to live you know and 
you still sometimes you revert back you know uh, sometimes you may be having a down day and you don't remember hey, i went through all this stuff like wait a minute <laughs> and then you have to give yourself a pat on the yeah, back like, and, that's, and there's nothing wrong with that too and i think you know and especially that's as single mothers but i think especially as single mothers because we're so used to taking care of everyone else and we're normally putting ourselves last but sometimes you really do have to step back and be like you know what i have come a long way yeah. you know i have some of my scars have healed yeah. i may not be fully whole because every day is a process but sometimes i feel as survivors you do have to really review look i'm not where i used to be at things could be way worse yeah. i'm not that person at once upon a time i didn't value myself you know that didn't love myself that's you know and then if you're still not at that place yet because we all fight an internal battle some yeah. people are not at that place that they still don't love themselves and they may hate themselves it's that's where that healing has to come bringing in people that way mm-hmm. when i do get into this shelter situation i want to put like a vision board in everybody's mm-hmm. room mm-hmm. you came in today you're mm-hmm. gonna write like when you go into your hospital room they got mm-hmm. the board they'll yeah. tell you who you mm-hmm. nurse today right. what time you had your medication mm-hmm. the same thing should be in life i want a board in that room this right. is my three months that mm-hmm. I came in on this day I'm broken I'm hurt I'm mm-hmm. mad as hell I want to commit murder say mm-hmm. how you feel yeah mm-hmm. the next week we can write on the board and say how you feel mm-hmm. when you look back okay I've been in this shelter a month mm-hmm. let me look at where I was at the first day that I right. came and by the time a month you look in the back at how I came through all that by that next month you got strength within yourself before you even left out the room to even get an occurrence with me or anybody else mm-hmm. it's about self-encouragement first because guess what I could pump you up all day mm-hmm. and you could walk away from me and go back flat right the point is is to get you to pump yourself up mm-hmm. i can't always be there right same thing like my pastor was saying church i'm always reference church i'm gonna tell you that because mm-hmm. it's oh, a yeah. spiritual situation that i had to learn mm-hmm. from that video yeah. people can't save you no they cannot and that's the thing we expect and we rely on people to save us they mm-hmm. can't save us they can't save ourselves no, they that's what we go to the church for like a hospital we're looking for somebody to save us mm-hmm. if we could save ourselves we would not have any of this going we on we would need god so the point is is to get that person into their own mindset before they even leave the room. Right. Like I said, when I get up in the morning, I got to get mentally dressed before I can even get physically dressed. Right. That's where I want my women to be. Mm-hmm. With that vision board, you could look at, okay, yesterday, you know, even if it's a daily, you're putting a smiley face versus a sad face. Mm-hmm. I've been sad four days. Today, I'm waking up. I'm not leaving out this room till I get a plan on getting a happy face. Today. Mm-hmm. It sounds childish to other people, mm-hmm. but just think about that motivation you're going to get with yourself before you even leave this room that somebody yes. gives you. Mm-hmm. And like you said leaving out of a beautiful house and going into a room you understand mm-hmm. that's just yours mm-hmm. i'm trying to explain to people don't look at it as though oh i got thrown out i don't have no place to stay i left my beautiful home to become this no you came into the incubation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not your long-term place correct and that's mm-hmm. the things i have to tell myself like where i'm at right now you know like i said before i'm unemployed i gave up my home to be able to work this mission mm-hmm. but in my mind i have to keep telling myself this is my incubation moment right mm-hmm. i had to come up out of the comfort zone to make something better for myself it's the right. same thing for a woman i wanted to understand this might be a small room right now but this your incubation point, correct point. and if you follow the guidelines during this three-month time you could go right back into that big beautiful house that you have but you can get it on your own Exactly. And that way, let no man be able to take it away from you. Correct. One thing about, it's a good thing and a bad thing with independence mm-hmm. because when I became independent, it was hard for me to get into another relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it's teaching people how to be independent, but knowing that every, we need every, we need yeah. people. Mm-hmm. No matter mm-hmm. how much you want to go into it, like, I don't need nobody. We need right. people. Right. Yes, and I think you do go people. to those phases where you're like, I don't do. need nobody, you know, because exactly. you don't want nobody else exactly. to hurt you. Exactly. But when you be by yourself and you mode. work on that by yourself, mm-hmm. it's easier when you go out and work with other people. If mm-hmm. I'm in, in process of getting myself together and then I come out today and I bump into you, you're not having a good day. Mm-hmm. And I bump into you and then we just don't have a good situation, you done knocked me back for four feet. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes like God said he put you by yourself so he can pull you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want I want that three-month transition to be a time where they're by themselves so when you re- release back into the world after them 90 days, you could take on anything. Right, you have a renewed spirit. Yes, mm-hmm. renewed spirit. You get cleansed. Mind. You mm-hmm. have a process. You know, if you tell me, Adrena, I don't know how, I'm going to find a way to get somebody to teach you. Right. I don't care what I have to get. I'm a 501c3. So sometimes I'm not able to pay for services, but if mm-hmm. I tell somebody, look, 
I have somebody in need. I'm mm -hmm. not able to pay you, but if you're if you're willing to do an in kind, uh, uh, in -kind service, mm -hmm. then I can give you a tax write off for what you would have charged. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. nobody want to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. You know, right. so some people are like, oh, you give me a tax write off. Sure, I'll do that. Oh, yeah, you know, of course. That type of thing. It's about, but you don't know that person's individual need until you get that person by themselves. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, so I just think getting people into their own zone, you know, into their own space. So they can get their self together to be able to go out into mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. You know, people think pe putting people in jail helps. That don't help. Mm -hmm. Right. I won't say in front of the officers when they was like, you know. Because if there's no rehabilitation. Yeah. How many people date people or meet people who's been in jail 10 years and they come out like they still a child? Mm -hmm. You're 30 years old running right, around. Right, because they haven't like had any rehabilitation. You, you just housing bro, these you people. You don't mature in jail. Mm -hmm. You don't. Right. It does not rehab you. It does not. You do housing these people and they're getting orders from somebody else and they're being emasculated too. So this, and that's it, the one no, thing I want to do different about it, my shelter. Right. I don't want to just give them, oh, I'm just going to lay here. And, you know, you give me, like, you done been through so much. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to lay here. And for seven days, you're just laying in the bed crying. and I, Baby, that's not going to work. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll give you a little grace period. Because mm -hmm. sometimes we do need to, you know, de-stress right. stuff like that. But it's mm -hmm. action time, mm -hmm. you know. Because when we wallow into that, that's where we're going to be. Right. If you keep saying, I can't do no better, I can't do no better, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Positive affirmations. So Correct. being in an environment where somebody can teach independence, tell you that you weren't a victim, you were a victim of circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yes, that person didn't treat you right, but somebody over here is willing to, mm -hmm. you know? So just having that time. People need that time because mm -hmm. people think jumping out of toxicity, get into another one, that don't help you. It's a cycle That's like if going you do to jail, that. getting mm -hmm. out, doing the same thing, getting out again. You're right. going to be a repeat offender. Correct. Not the person who's abusing you, but the person who's constantly taking it. You're right. constantly, you've been in five domestic violence situations. Right, and you have to have that self-growth. When I was working with a, a counselor at a domestic violence shelter, she told me, she said, if there's a hundred women in the room, an abuser can spot out that one yes. woman out of a hundred women who yes. is broken. It yes. has that insecurity. So that's why it's, what you just said is true. If you leave that abusive relationship, but you don't get any type of healing afterwards, you will end up in another one. And it may not and necessarily even be correct. Let's be honest. We women and we can see it a mile away. Mm -hmm. You exactly. can look at somebody and be like, child, mm -hmm. I can just take a rope right now and pull you by your neck. You come in. Right. Correct. Mm -hmm. People, especially controllers, manipulators, narcissistic people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they can go in a room and scavenger out Yeah, they, they feel they it. They feel mm -hmm. it. Oh, like, yeah. I hang with a lot of guy friends, and we'll talk about, like, going out at, you know, when you go out at times, and be like, uh, you don't be feeling some kind of way because men don't holler at you? No. Mm -hmm. When they scan in the room looking for a, a fool, a victim. I ain't it. <laughs> right. So like, when they scan you go get somebody else. Like, uh, 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 not her. <laughs> exactly. Good. You know Glad it's my radar's off. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's what I try to tell women. Sometimes us as women, we are looking for people to tell you you're great or to tell you you're beautiful. So sometimes, you know, the first man that's that why tell you, you have you to cute love child, yourself. You're gone. Mm -hmm. That's why you people, have to love yourself. Oh, girl, he like me, mm -hmm. and you just you in his bed that same night because right, right. he told you you were cute because mm -hmm. he liked you. He told right. you this. so. He saw the vulnerability. Correct. That's you know? why. That's one of my major platforms. Love yourself. That's like even with the gold queen shirt. Like I said, you the privilege, the prize, and the package. Yes. If you don't understand that, I didn't understand that as a child. I wasn't raised in an environment where my parents were telling me, we love you. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're intelligent. So, yeah, it was real easy for, you know. I was taking it away with it, right? Because I had never heard I that. In, right, I hadn't heard that in like 20 years of my life, unfortunately. I, you know, that's why you got to start from home if, if you can. Some of us don't have it like that, but you have to internalize that. Like, you, you have to have some self-value and some self-worth. Because if you don't, about it's the wound that won't heal. You mm -hmm. healing about you healing your lineage. Mm -hmm. So if you have daughters in your family, oh, while yeah. you healing, you will know how you're raising this girl. Mm -hmm. You don't want her to see you. I tell my friends who's going through situations with kids in the house, your children watching you. Oh, yes, they watch. That's the first thing that get a woman's attention mm -hmm. when I tell her, do you realize your kids your are watching Your kids see you're an example. And she see this man fighting you and he's constantly coming in your house. You getting beat up one day, but he's back the next day for mm -hmm. dinner. You're putting him You're telling him. her what to accept. You're building everything. Mm -hmm. You're building her up to show her what a meaningful relationship 
relationship with a man mm -hmm. like not good. Mm -hmm. You're showing her that she has no self worth because you don't have it. Correct. You're showing her that whatever you're accepting, she's supposed mm -hmm. to accept mm -hmm. because that's what we look at as parents. So exactly. Parents, when you're a parent, some things you can't do. I tell my people like I was, I, I was incarcerated mm -hmm. I call it while I was parenting mm -hmm. when I got rid of my husband did I want to get into other relationships yes but mm -hmm. it's like you can't bring a man into a broken home no you can't because if my children have already seen me be abused by their parents mm -hmm. and I bring another man into my house I'm like oh man she yeah, she go again. Exactly. Now you're putting all that into a man. We still right. over here hurt from what happened to the last mm -hmm. situation, mm -hmm. and now you over here. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about. And it's so common what you just said. When he said like the 16 year old mm -hmm. fighting mother. Oh, that's yeah. where the respect come in. Yeah. Because you know what that child gonna tell you? Because I've had it been told to me. Mm -hmm. Well, you let him hit you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You looking at it, that woman like she has no self-respect. If that 16-year-old have seen you go through three relationships and all three men beat you, he gonna hit you too. Mm -hmm. He has what no you respect. Mm -hmm. what you, do? you don't respect yourself, but so exactly. he's not gonna respect you. And it's not even like you've intentionally told him, hey, disrespect me. No, but it's what he sees. You know, it's because children Parents are sponges. We're supposed to be like, oh, it's not about what I do, it's about what I tell you. No. When you decided to be a parent, mm -hmm. you signed a contract at that time to right. say for the duration of this person's life, I will be a living example to them. Right, exactly. That's what you're doing. They learn by example. Mm -hmm. You're signing up, you're telling God, I'm going to be that Christian. I'm going to lead the way for people who wish to do your will. It's the same thing when it comes down to children. Correct. So if you're going to be a Christian leader and people are watching and they're following you because what they do what you think the children do exactly and that's they're the thing the too thing you know which is slightly off topic but if you're going to be a leader you got to live it because it's so easy for us to get up here and just say some stuff but you got to talk it and be about it and people pick up on that because yes, you like, can oh, people can talk a good game exactly people talk a good game so and that's the problem with some parents like we we dictate to our children but they're not seeing the example so that's where the respect is out the window because they're looking like how can you tell me anything Mm -hmm. I'm standing on this podium talking about domestic violence, but mm -hmm. then people see me in my personal life, still over there living mm -hmm. their life, and they're going to be like, why am I listening to her? Correct, exactly. I have to have meaningful relationships in order for me to continue my mission. Right. I can't stand up there and talk about, you know, advocating against domestic violence, and I'm still letting somebody control me, mm -hmm. you know, isolate me, right. disrespect me, mm -hmm. it's... it's when, when you're that's like stars and mm -hmm. people be like oh everybody be under their comments yes because you <laughs> you're set an example right. so now that you're a superstar people are following your lead the same right. thing when it comes down to social media if mm -hmm. you're gonna be on a pedestal on social media god gave you a platform you have a responsibility to right and that's not the thing i know a lot of people not throwing shade they they talk a good game they have that image but it's self-serving and yeah. that's the thing when you really and on half a they mission. Like what it really is, it's not. Instagram. It's not. When you not. see these people in real life, it's not what it is. Exactly. But I tell people that if I can't say one thing about myself, what you see is what you get. Right. Put I don't the, try put, to put a right. facade on. Correct. It is what it is. Exactly. I'm not perfect. It's a lot of things that I'm still working on. Exactly. It's a lot of things that's comfortable to me that I'm still having to work on exactly. getting rid of. I'm not going to be perfect. Right. But see, when we walk. Imperfection, mm -hmm. and we're not imperfection. All you're doing is digging a deeper hole. Right, you're but you gotta that testimony gotta be real. Because if it's not real, you, you you just put on a show for somebody as opposed to really putting it out there, you know. And that's the that's the thing that's lacking, and that's why it is important, like you mentioned, and that's why it's such an awesome mission that you're on. Because when somebody's in that situation. That person that's sitting across from you, and you finally decide to get help because it is embarrassing and it's hurtful because sometimes you're sitting there wondering like, well, what did I do wrong mm -hmm. to end up in a situation like this? You don't even understand like, oh, why is this happening to me? Or why is this person I'm who I love? I'm 22 years out of it and sometimes I still act Right, I still go through it too. Yeah, and that's why like, it's important. Why am I stuck with leaving? Why am I stuck right. with raising two men to be a man that I, I go through it man. almost like, every day. I don't even know how to teach right. you how to be And a that's man. why it's important when you're sitting across with somebody and finally getting that help it's got to be a person that's going to be real and raw because if not we can't they, put a band exactly on. and you can't i feel like you can't truly help somebody if you don't truly put your testimony out there and i think because our community especially we on this whole well i'm not telling everybody all my business sometimes it's not necessarily putting your business out there but to me a testimony your business out there that's what i'm saying exactly this but is get, be, yeah, nothing just put is out that, thank you everybody knows your business you quite frankly 
and <laughs> some the officer or somebody is related mm-hmm. to somebody that's right. somebody that's oh, somebody. Yeah, definitely. You can go to a resource center, mm-hmm. somebody related to somebody your business out there anyway. Right. I'll never forget one time me and my ex were going to court over something because like I said we went through custody battles for almost ten years. We went in there, you know, you first walk in the courthouse, you gotta do the little thing. The security people knew us and I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> We had been in there so much, so much. But I wouldn't have known those people from a can of paint on the street. But they knew us the man we walked in. I'm like, well, you know, there you go. That's why I tell people, painting a picture of a sucker ain't doing you no it's good. Not. You're just making yourself mm-hmm. look like a fake. And I it comes off Instagram. if you're disingenuous, people pick people up on that in a second. You can look at it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this city is small. It is. Scroll, everybody knows I everybody. I scrolled through Instagram and seen somebody in that. And you're like, oh, you know, how that ain't no so-and-so. Or you see that person and you don't look like what this look like mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or you mm-hmm. went told these people, you rich and you in this food thing. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. And one thing about being awake, you pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Like right. before when I was not uh, so sober, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. some things you just don't get to see. Mm-hmm. But it's like once God bring you out of the dark into the light, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things you see. Right. It's, a lot, it's a lot of people that I see and I see myself in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So many of us want to act like, oh girl, how she could be doing it? I understand. Stop. Right. You probably have been through it. Exactly. The, the difference Can't is judge. she's willing to be mm-hmm. open while you still hide. I never forget, um, I was a family advocate at Head Start for like maybe three, four years. And so I was working with parents, and a lot of parents would come in my office, and they'd be like, I don't know how to say this. And then they'll tell me something they was going through. And they was one of them, well, hold my bed moments. I, I don't, my life's an open book, so I would tell them stuff I've been through. Like, oh, I've been homeless, I've been abused. They'd be like, what, you? Yeah. And they would be shocked, like, I would have never thought. And I'm like, you know what, I, I, I would tell them all the time, I don't judge you. And I was one of those people who, because that was a situation where you had to be low-income in order to get the, the support. And so some of my coworkers who had never been to the bottom before, you know, they lives are perfect, air quotes. And they'd have some moments where they would say stuff about these parents. I'd be like, not on my watch. Y'all not going to judge them people in front of me <laughs> because I've been exactly where they've been at. Actually, I bring it back to the Bible. Same thing I said. Because I had to tell them all the time, I'm like I've been there too. I'm like I used to utilize this service as a parent, matter of fact. So I'm just like disciples, as pimp players, hustlers, drug dealers, murderers, and come everything on. else. Exactly. If he can take all twelve of them, clean them up, and put them on a righteous walk with him. It's not nothing. Nobody's that we, perfect, but the but the man that died on the cross and for he us wasn't all that perfect. <laughs> exactly. And but the we, ones that's delivering the word to us every day, they're not. Perfect. They're not perfect Nobody's by no means. Perfect. That's why I don't. I don't. I can't deal with perfect pastors. Yeah. If you if you perfect then and you judging on your members me. and There's you no you're not offering your testimony, you just opening the Bible and reading some scriptures and dog no bye I yeah. can't. But the real people, they put it out there. Look, this is what I've been through. This is where I was before I got this crown. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't put that out there, you might as well sit down <laughs> yeah. at that moment. That's like even on the Instagram when um, we connected and when I saw what you were doing, I inboxed. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I've been through a domestic violence situation. Like, whatever you need, let me know. Some people not going to even admit that they've been through bad stuff. But it's like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And they'll be like... <clears throat> Oh my God, I love what you're doing, mm-hmm. but you're not a supporter on social media. I don't mm-hmm. care if I got 500 people that like a picture. I can tell you, you was one of them. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. I have that photogenic mm-hmm. memory. Mm-hmm. I'm not showing that you're a supporter, but you're watching everything mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I had somebody that just referred somebody to me the other day, mm-hmm. but you're not a supporter on social media. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So God said, just do it. Right. Like Nike. Right. People going to act like they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. They're going to act like they're not looking. They're going to act like they never been mm-hmm. through nothing. But guess what? I'm just going to keep on pushing. Right. Because they're the watching the day, either way. People look for, this is the thing I'm trying to also teach people. Mm-hmm. Our expectations. Mm-hmm. Don't expect nothing from nobody in this world. Right. right. People are not perfect. No, they're not. Know? And even if we realize that in a relationship, if we married and I show kids father, that don't make that man perfect. No, it is not. Just like you didn't know, he didn't know either. Mm-hmm. And maybe he got himself into a situation and realized that's not what he want to do. Right. People should have options. And if I decide a... not to, if I wake up one morning and mm-hmm. the love is not there, right. I should be able to tell you that mm-hmm. and we can amicably go about our separate right. Do you know how many people are in relationships just because they don't want to see nobody with nobody else? Right. So they're going to hold you over here. Because a lot of people don't know that, like you said marriage don't come with a, a handbook oh. some people don't know and that's the thing that and some of them just doing it just to have just to say i know how so to have that image i, I got a husband, mm. Your husband i got a ring no exactly 
And we live in a world of social media where it's, 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 right, it's more fake than social and it damn sure ain't media because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not informing anybody or anything, right? It's just people putting on an image. Like, I literally hate Facebook. Only reason I'm on it is for the messenger because I talk to some of my classmates or family, but I'm sitting there watching some people who I know don't live this and i'm not judging but it's like it's to just more yeah but it's like why are you doing it both of them, both of them both but i know i know some people that they like they real bold on facebook like they get the right more ex- videos longer exactly they get to the, 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 do stuff you know what i'm saying that instagram's a little shorter yeah. to me like you gotta Inst- quickly get the point mm-hmm. facebook they can write a whole novel girl you know? sometimes it's like the people that you get to see their real Mm-hmm. Cause you can see them on Instagram and like you see their posts are shorter. Mm-hmm. But then you go on that person's Facebook and they crying out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a good thing on my end. What I try to do is I try to go through uh, a shitty time. Mm-hmm. Where if you go on, if I come out my timeline and you just giving me pure foolishness, you got to go. Right, you know? I'm but on that kick too. Some people are on Facebook crying out for help. And that is true. Like, oh my God, y'all put all y'all business on there. Some people use that as therapy. Yeah, that's and exactly. You can as tell. a Christian, we mm-hmm. need to just go in that person's inbox and say, Hey, you are you know, okay? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Because that's a cry out for help. Mm-hmm. That's another Some thing. people really do they get on that and they cry that's for help. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Some people need to stop looking at social media as oh you just putting on. Some people that's mm-hmm. a cry for help. Oh they yeah, they serious. Know how to get help? Mm-hmm. They really don't. Exactly. And the reason let me tell you something. For me, women who go on Instagram to show their bodies or every chance you get, you're naked, mm-hmm. you're putting your booty cheeks on the on the on the on the. On the Facebook, Facebook, and all that. Mm-hmm. You crying out for some attention. Oh yeah, definitely. You crying out for some. Mm-hmm. You want some attention. Right. It's something there that's missing. Mm-hmm. But if people would just take time and give that person a little compassion before we just judge them, mm-hmm. because some of them don't know how to get that. That's a they cry don't. out for that's help. That's all they know. Mm-hmm. And then if you, like they say, if you're the only um, eagle in a room full of pigeons. Mm-hmm. How you gonna get help? Right. You know and some I mean? people don't really have any other friends, honestly. And that's it's not like you can go on Instagram and be like, hey guys, can anybody help me? Right, no. right. Mm-hmm. What they do is they go all in the end, you know, they comments, and that's exactly. the bad thing. Right. It's an adverse. Mm-hmm. Some people go on there because they're letting it out, mm-hmm. and some people go on there because they're so miserable mm-hmm. that everybody's Facebook status, you gotta be on there saying, ugly. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you doing that for? You right. should have left them. Yep. If we can just operate out of love, if you're not in a good mood today, stay on social media. Correct. Mm-hmm. Or if that person pouring out their heart and you're not in a good mood to give them no type of just uh, scroll support, past it. Scroll on past. Yes. It's mm-hmm. not gonna hurt you. Right. Correct. We got some people going there talk about some stuff. I'm not in agreement with, but guess what? At the end of the day, I have to respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. That's your opinion. Right. Learn to scroll we have past to it and learn other. to unfollow too. We don't respect each other. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel. Right. Now, if I feel like I don't respect how you feel and I feel like it's a detrimental thing, let's mm-hmm. have a conversation. What's wrong right. with saying that? Right. Because one thing. If we're friends. You accepted me. Mm-hmm. I accepted you. Right. On an app. Correct. Not even in life. Exactly. So once I, you accept me as a friend, if I slide in your inbox and say, hey, Sharonda, I don't think that that post was, you know, really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You can't, oh, it's my social media. I say what I want. Mm-hmm. Why would you invite me as a friend? Exactly. Because the friend can like, comment, share. Exactly. And they don't have to agree with everything. Right. Exactly. But we so defensive. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks because we're hurting, and you know, when some of us are just hurting. a bucket state mm-hmm. because everybody's crawling out. But think about if we were crabs in a bucket, and I hold you, you hold them. Because guess what? When I lived in Dallas, and I'm gonna tell you this, it's like mm-hmm. an epiphany guy gets mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? The Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, when you're in Texas, it's not like I can go to the seafood place and buy whole crabs. Right. In Texas, I had to go get live crabs, mm-hmm. bring them in my house, mm-hmm. purge them, prep them, mm-hmm. all that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the sink and the crabs is purging and I just sat there. Something like the Holy Spirit just told me to sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. You know? And they all clawing at each other. Mm-hmm. But then after they all realized they couldn't get out, one crab clapped onto another one. That one clapped onto <laughs> another one. Mm-hmm. That one swung that one up mm-hmm. and he was on my countertop. Then mm-hmm. he reached down and swung that one up. <laughs> and before you know it, I got three crabs running around on my countertop. Mm-hmm. And I recorded that. And people were like, you playing with crabs? Y'all got to look at the big picture. Right. Y'all call it a crab in a bucket state, but guess what? When them crabs realized independently, mm-hmm. they couldn't get out of that situation, they joined forces. Mm-hmm. Now, crabs mice, 
brain is about that big. Mm-hmm. Look how big our brains are. Mm-hmm. Look how big our hearts are, mm-hmm. our body structure. So mm-hmm. you mean to tell me at points in life when you're at your lowest, you couldn't team up with somebody else to bring it to where we at? Right. That's like entrepreneurship. If mm-hmm. I can get sisters to just work with each other. Right. It's you know, being in this other, organization, I am open to working with a lot of people, but a lot of people misuse you. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. especially like a nonprofit. You know, they'll use your name. I've had people use me and be like, you know, oh, proceeds is going, you know, and then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are people who, like I said, broke, employed, mm-hmm. homeless. I got a mission every day, mm-hmm. but I have I don't work with organizations where I'm on a consistent basis and you're not, right? Because it's like I'm going left, you're going right. Mm-hmm. We can't go on the same mission. Right. Mm-hmm. I try to work with people who work with the youth, but mm-hmm. I want to be a consistent in the youth life. Right. I don't deal with youth independently mm-hmm. because it's a bigger situation than it is with adults. Mm-hmm. You know, you're and I are adults. We understand work. We understand family. Right. So if it's something that I can't do, I can call you. Look, Sharonda, I can't make it today. Mm-hmm. I got to do so and so. Mm-hmm. When you have told a child for two weeks something's yeah. going to happen mm-hmm. and then that day you renege on them, you yeah. lost that child for a while. Yeah. You and disappointed at, at some them. point in life, we have to accept responsibility for our role. You right. understand? Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh, you need to deal with you. Don't tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I get to a point where I'm able to be consistent, I can mm-hmm. deal with you. Right now, we need consistency with mm-hmm. you. That's why I said it again. They call you hypocrites. Mm-hmm. They feel like you don't have no respect for them. Mm-hmm. You don't respect their time. Right. You, you told me on this date, this is where we going. Right. Now, because you didn't decide to do something else, you're going to tell me we can't go. And then you don't understand why this child is acting up. It's a child's mind frame. Correct. All that child knew was on today, this is what you said. And then today, oh, you just not feeling it. That's a right. difference like, oh, baby, I can't go. I don't have the money. I tried to get the money. Children understand that. Mm-hmm. But some of us, we want to be so over our kids to be, mm-hmm. you know, well, I just can't do it. And then the child mad at you. Mm-hmm. But if you tell them, look, mama had to pay rent, you know, today, what's today, yeah. the second? Mm-hmm. Oh, rent due on the first. Children understand that. People right. didn't understand that I would talk to my kids like I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. But if I'm telling my children, look, you know mama by herself. Mm-hmm. This is rent time. Right. I can't do it right mm-hmm. now. Especially they want tennis shoes. My son playing basketball. It was things that's needed. But mm-hmm. if I make them understand, like, you know, this is rent check. Right. Let me wait till next check and then mm-hmm. I'll pay for that. They'll get a different understanding. Right. When you tell these children, well, I'm going to get it, well, I'm going to get it, well, I couldn't get it. You ain't giving them no explanation. And no. then you learn about, understand how they done went in a mall and put it in their backpack. Correct. Exactly. It's all the cycle. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Instead of me telling my children, look, mama can't get it this paycheck, but by this date, I'm going to make something happen. Right. And then on this date, you have a responsibility to them. You're able to do it. Mm-hmm. Even if you got to move it. Okay, give mama a little time. You want them? They cost a little more, but let me just get it all Right. Let me work They'll on it. They'll have an understanding of mm-hmm. that. But if you lying not being honest mm-hmm. just decide what you're gonna do they're gonna do it on their own right i never had like when my children were younger mm-hmm. stealing or manipulating because they couldn't get like people like oh they mama won't give them nothing they had to go out there and do it no i communicated with my children right. so they understood. my children know bills have to be paid first. oh yeah mm-hmm. when i sent my son off to college and he went into his own place everything that i had told him is now coming to mm-hmm. i can see it it's into right. exactly. my son will tell his friend oh man rent do i can't do none of that mm-hmm. after rent then i can go right pay. That's even still that into him exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. not Oh, I'm going to buy these J's and then I'm going to figure out how to pay the rent later. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. They're sponges. If you're doing that they now, are sponges. it's going to happen later. Correct. The same way you run in your household, that child's going to run their household the same way. Exactly. So when my son left and went all the way out in a whole different city than I am, mm-hmm. was I comfortable? Yes. Yeah, because you already I'm instilled seeing. those values. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I asked him, why are you always at home? Oh, I pay my rent. Mm-hmm. So we would say, I pay my rent. I'm staying. You know, that's how he is. Mm-hmm. His friends say, oh, come over. No, you come over here. Mm-hmm. I done paid my rent. I, I he, will want, he wants to be at home. You right. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus if I would have installed something else. He right. wouldn't have mind house hopping, mm-hmm. not having his rent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. My son's been in um, Houston, I want to say three, four years now. He graduated in 2016. Mm-hmm. It's I can count on one hand how many times he may have come to me to ask for assistance. That's awesome. That is awesome. He's going to make sure that rent be. Right. Now, I can't guarantee you that some things might not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. And I try to just mm-hmm. instill in them. But mm-hmm. sometimes... They want their independence oh, so yeah. bad. You know right. what I'm saying? That I can't be like, oh, don't do that. Mm-hmm. I just have to let them learn his way. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, Let him be a man. Exactly. And even though they do wrong, it they It is rough for a woman trying to raise a man, you know? Because, see, my, my youngest mm-hmm. have an understanding. My oldest, oh, mama, you don't understand. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. 
Correct. So now my oldest, he's learning at a lower, a, a, a slower pace mm -hmm. because he had to get his manhood out of the way. See, my right. youngest let me lead the way. Mm -hmm. My oldest, oh no, I'm a man. You don't understand. Mm -hmm. You can't teach me how to be a man. Right. But now it's like, oh, mama, what should I do now? Mm -hmm. Now I had to let him see. Right. You know, and that went through his case. He had a domestic violence case he went to jail for. Mm -hmm. He had another case he went to jail for just, mm -hmm. you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm -hmm. doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. So he had he had felonies on his name. Mm -hmm. But guess mm -hmm. what? I'm also instilling in him into the fact that, guess what? Your mama was arrested three times. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be mm -hmm. honest. I was arrested for um, attempted murder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was in Orleans Parish for three days with mm -hmm. no violence. Mm. Wow. And when I say God scooped me up, people don't understand. That's your God testimony. will scoop you up and he will. with mud up to here. Oh, yes, but I he'll wash it all away. And that wasn't the first mm -hmm. murder charge I had attempted. Mm -hmm. But this one I actually acted on. Right, And if right. God could scoop me up with the mud over my eyes right. and clean me up, mm -hmm. he can do it for anybody. Yes, I've he can. I've never went to court for that. I've never been on probation. It's not on my police report. It's mm -hmm. not on nothing. Mm -hmm. But it's in my story. Correct. You understand? Mm -hmm. So even though I have not always done the right thing, the outcome right. was the right way. Yes, You know, and was. sometimes we have to look at our falls, our losses, our L's as experiences. Yeah, I mean, I've been through situations too. I had my ex-husband arrested once, finally, and maybe a year later too, he had me arrested. That, that's part of our experiences, you know, and at the time I'm just like, I'm literally sitting in St. Tammany Parish Jail, freezing my ass off. I don't know how they do girl Orleans Parish, but St. Tammany, they freeze you. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what the, but I'm like freezing my ass off, like, here I go in another situation because I know I should have been, I know I should have did the right thing. You know, but I'm sitting there holding on to all this anger, you know, cursing this man out. And, you know, and at How that you do point, the right thing at the wrong time. Exactly. That's hard to right. Do. But once again, that's my testimony. Yeah. That's why it's I can probably experience. that's why I can probably wear my little gold queen shirts like you a queen. I don't care what you've been through. You still the privilege, the prize in the, the package into a win. Yes, correct. And you that's have how to. I was able to not keep myself into that hole. Mm -hmm. I can keep saying, Cause oh, if you, boy, cause if you dwell, That's what I'm this, saying, because if you dwell no, on those you bad experiences, you, you will never stone. rise above it. If I sit there and I accumulate all of my losses that Your turn scars, into wins, they'll never heal. But if you count the losses that turns mm -hmm. into wins, that's like a Correct. scar on your chest. Just like when you, you mentioned the scar that you had, that skin healed. Nobody Everything can, can heal. Correct. And when I tell you I was drugged on the carpet from probably to from this door to where we sit now, mm -hmm. face first. Mm -hmm. When I came up, you can hear sizzling. Like, mm -hmm. this sounded like Popeye's mm -hmm. frying them chicken sandwiches mm -hmm. everybody looking for. Mm -hmm. I had no skin. I had no flesh. I was down to the skeletal remains of my forehead. Mm -hmm. And I was working at United Healthcare at the time. Mm -hmm. If they didn't come up with a domestic violence policy, then they came up with it after the right. night because they didn't have any of that violence in the workplace policy. Nope. Mm -hmm. So I showed up at United Care like, I gotta come to work. And right. they're looking at me like, we can't let you come in here. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I got bills to pay. I have two work. kids. Mm -hmm. I, I can't stay at home because I'm beat up. Right. And you can't make me stay at home because it's mm -hmm. not like I'm in here infecting people. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I'm no corporate America change when it came down oh, to yeah. me. Because mm -hmm. they looking like the lady told me she like I it's not a law in place, but I cannot let you come up in here. Right. And like I'm telling her, but if I'm not, you know, if you don't have a policy that says that I can't come to work, I have to come to work. That's how mm -hmm. bold I was. Like you can't tell me I got checks, I got mm -hmm. bills to pay. Right. This man was abusing me and making me pay all the bills. Mm -hmm. How about that? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And people don't understand that because they feel like I'm just this money hungry person, but I I let this man, yes, control me. Mm -hmm. He was my husband and I was paying the bills. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was spending for us every mm -hmm. day. He was getting his checks and doing what he wanted mm -hmm. to do because he know he could. Exactly. But the thing of the matter is when we are the, the parents, we're like, oh, my children need a roof over their head. I can't oh, be yeah. like, well, he gambled away his money. We got to move. Right, because no. the kids still got to eat. And they still got to live. That was mm -hmm. his manipulating services. Correct. That's I'm going to do control. what I want to do, but you know, you need a place to live. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And once you get over that control... <laughs> it's a whole bigger situation. It is. Well, I don't want to hold you too long. So um, I want you to, I want to open up to you to have some lasting words for anyone that's going to, you know, view these posts or whatever and listen to this conversation. Like, how do you want to just round out this conversation? Like, anything that you want to put out there. And also make sure you give the contact information, too, before we wrap it up. But what are your final um, words you want to do this to wrap up our conversation? Um, to wrap it up, I just want to say, like, 
don't be silent. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. if you're going through the situation, seek help. Call yes. somebody. Reach out to me on Instagram. Everything I do is confidential. Mm-hmm. People think because I know everybody, oh, she going to tell my business. People could talk to me every day. Mm-hmm. Like, social media, it looks like I'm just doing this, that, and the third. I meet with people almost every day. Social mm-hmm. media don't get to see that. Mm-hmm. My best friends don't get to hear that. That's confidential. Mm-hmm. Like, some things are personal and confidential. When I was going through things, I didn't want nobody telling out my business. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is to reach out for help. There's somebody mm-hmm. here that understands. Stands. It's not much that you can tell me that I haven't been through or that I can be like I'm a shock for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you read, you saw my testimony. It mm-hmm. was emotional, oh, physical, yeah. mm-hmm. sexual, financial. Mm-hmm. Every not on the types of domestic mm-hmm. violence, I went through that in one marriage. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not much that's going to surprise me. But the point right. is, is reach out for help. You mm-hmm. know, don't just wallow in something that's hurting you. Yes. Because hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. It's okay to get help. It's okay to say that I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say that I might be smiling today, but on the inside. I'm hurting you know and sometimes you can do that in silence you don't have to make that the out you know a display outside to people that's what I choose to do Mm -hmm. but you don't have to do that you know but the point is to get help you know even if you're in a domestic violence situation but you want that person that's fine still Mm -hmm. reach out for help how Mm -hmm. can you help us get better Mm -hmm. because it's not just about you it's not just about him it's about us right because if God put you together into a marital situation he said and that's what made me stay in my marriage Mm -hmm. people don't understand your vows are are very important he said through mm-hmm. sickness and, and health. health. My husband was sick. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people, they're sick. Mm-hmm. So it's about getting them the help that they need. Now, once mm-hmm. you get them the help and they still don't want to change, then you know that it's time to give up. Right. But God said that we have to work on each other every day. Give mm-hmm. that person the opportunity. Even if they were physically violent, you don't know. Their mama might have was beating up on mm-hmm. them. They used to getting beat up. That's what they used to do. Mm-hmm. So just reach out if yeah. you need help. It's about being cohesive with people, loving yes. on each other, helping mm-hmm. each other when we, you know, are down. It's mm-hmm. not about constantly putting people down it's about helping each other right i always need volunteers i always need donations you know i always need uh, a referral for other people if you see your sister your brother going through something you know and you're not able to reach out to to them reach mm-hmm. out to me tag right. me send me an inbox i do um interventions all the time mm-hmm. you know a girlfriend may be going through something and you can't approach your girlfriend so sometimes they'll call me and be like Mr. Drina could you please just talk to my friend mm-hmm. whatever it is we could work it out mm-hmm. the thing is don't go incite more violence onto the situation right um, so always contact me my contact phone number my phone number is public it's been the same for 20 years it's mm-hmm. 504-339-9330 and I'm Aaron's Nesting Place on Instagram and on Facebook I have support groups that I do every month. I have a support group page. Follow the support group page. Always never be afraid to share resources. We always need resources. Free classes, free giveaways, free anything, job um, fairs and stuff like that. Anything that you think could help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm just asking that everybody just join the mission of just being a person to help another person every day. Mm-hmm. Just like stop one day and just look at that person and don't judge what they're doing, but maybe where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Like I said, this is a personal thing for me, too. Um, Anyone that's listening, like I always in my podcast, I always say whatever stage that you're in, just make sure you love yourself. Just listen to this conversation. Self-care, like we said, is a mental thing. Yes. And just make sure you love yourself. If you're in an abusive relationship right now, I know it's hard while you're in it, but you have some value. You have worth. You are important. So if it just takes so you, is your partner. Yes, because it takes healing. And it, rehabilitation is something that we don't discuss. Abusers are nine, nine times out of ten children that have been abused, and they become abusers. It's a cycle. So just sometimes seek help. Sometimes you're making your mate better. I know I made, I prayed, and I, I asked my ex-husband to get help mm-hmm. for him to be a better person mm-hmm. for the next woman that he gets Because staying in it a may toxic not be relationship hurts two people, not just one that person for the next young lady they have to bring it to them especially our kids if you Mm -hmm. are a mother of a son or even Mm -hmm. a a daughter build them up on their values talk about stuff don't hide things in the house Mm -hmm. if the children are not able to tell you because they have children 13 years old being controlled and Mm -hmm. abused by little boys but if you are closing off the conversational piece they're not going to tell you Mm -hmm. your children will be going through so much and and you're not going to even know Mm -hmm. and don't hide what you're being through children be transparent exactly Mm-hmm. They gonna feel like you hiding. I'm hiding too. Everybody got secrets. All right? Cause you, that's what you're instilling in them. Secrets. So once again, just love yourself. Like and when I person. do post this, I'll make sure I have all the contact information. But I love you. Aaron loves I you. Love you. You guys, we're warriors, and God is good, and we can all survive everything. Thank you.